Hey everyone, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like turkey. You're enjoying it for the first five minutes, and then you're pretty sure you're you're, you're not very sure why you're consuming it anymore after that. Um, <laughs> today on the show, it's our Thanksgiving episode. Hey, Thanksgiving, eating turkey and stuff here, and cranberries? I don't know what people eat. Um, <laughs> I like sweet potatoes. Those are probably my favorite, but I don't have any this year. I should have got sweet potatoes. Oh, oh well. That's fine. I'll deal with that. Uh, today, we're basically talking about you know gratitude, kind of sharing what I'm grateful for this year a little bit, and then talking a little bit about you know family dynamics around the holidays. Um, you know, nothing any nothing that I've done any kind of real real research on, just kind of speaking from my own personal experience and um, sharing a little bit of of really what you can do to protect your energy around your family and friends because you know I think family kind of I think a lot of people are fearful of going to family functions because a lot of people feel like the walls are down or they're particularly vulnerable around family or people are constantly asking probing questions and we it's not appropriate for us to set boundaries around family but i'm here to tell you that it is absolutely appropriate to continue to set boundaries around family and um, no one owes you their energy no one owes you an explanation uh, or you don't know you you don't owe them an explanation you don't owe them your energy all of that stuff right and uh you know so we talk from the angle of you know uh, child to parent parent to child trying to talk about like cousin dynamics and uh, that loud, crazy uncle, or, you know, if you're the host of the party, what can you do to give someone a little bit of room if they need a space to be an introvert or to be quiet or whatever, right? And really, at the end of the day, people dynamics are all about control and power exchanges, right? So being able to evenly express the need for your continued growth and power to retain your power within uh, your family dynamic is going to be what it's all about. So uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit today on the Thanksgiving episode of Dopamine. Oh, and there's a there's a Super Saiyan Blue Goku at the Macy's Parade. Like, I'm really excited to see that. <laughs> I, what a time to be alive. I never thought that would be a thing. I'm so excited. Anyway, uh, happy Thanksgiving. Let's hit the button and do the thing. Let's get dope. No, I'm not saying that ever again. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's start the show. Drums, please. <laughs> Okay, everyone. Hello. Happy Thanksgiving. This is your host, C-Note. For those who don't know me, my name is Christian Rivera. I am a personal brand development uh, person. I'm still kind of working on that title. Um, (laughs) um, But for the most part, this show is about mental health and mindset for entrepreneurs and creatives. And I do this show because I'm someone who is dealing with ADHD and cyclothymia and am an INTP in the Myers-Briggs system and have dealt with all sorts of difficulties in my life. So I sort of share my story and talk about <clears throat> all sorts of uh, all sorts of issues that I see either in the world or in my life. And typically I talk about things from my own personal perspective. So that's kind of the crux of this show. So if you are new to this, hello and welcome. Uh, today is our special, very special Thanksgiving episode. I'm really excited to do this because ever since I've gone to once a week, which was like a week ago, <laughs> it's been really weird to not do an episode every day. I was doing an episode every day for a good five months. And uh, this week has been really strange to shift into not doing that every day. <clears throat> The nice thing, however, is I've been able to work on my brand blaster course, bit.ly slash brand blaster. And you where where I'm like trying to teach people to develop their personality and their branding and their marketing and sales and all that stuff. And um, I've had time to put that together. And I just had my first sale for it last night. So 
I feel like the shift is like paying off a little bit already. So, um, you know, and, and I appreciate that some people have reached out to me and said that they're still grateful for the show and they understand that I need to take some time for me to make sure that I'm not, um, you know, I'm, I'm not burning myself out. Right. And I don't want to burn myself out from doing the show. I love doing the show. I'm, if anything, I'm the most grateful for the existence of this show. I think, I think this show is an exemplification of my personal development this year. Right. It really started, the show was, uh, this version of the show started around January. I started doing podcasting specifically on this channel, on this like line of, of pod, on this RSS feed, essentially, uh, around July of last year, uh, July of 2017. And um, it really became, it started to become this source of, of me being able to express myself. And then I sort of rebranded it into dopamine. And since then, it's it's gone really well and people love the show. And I'm really grateful for that. I'm grateful for everyone who's listened. I'm grateful for the opportunity to share my own personal development as I go through life and navigate things. Like I navigated uh, a divorce last year and traveled across the country and um, started a new life, moved to a completely new place. I've been with a new partner, have been learning Myers-Briggs, have been learning about my ADHD and more about cyclothymia and more about my personality type in regards to all of that stuff. And it's been an absolute journey to still try to figure out how to navigate that stuff because I'm trying to I've also been navigating the first year, first full year of being on my own as an entrepreneur and or freelancer, a little bit of both really. And um, it, it's been a, an incredible challenge. It's taken a lot of time out of my day, um, uh, out of my life, out of my uh, energy, out of my life to try to make this big shift. And a lot of you guys have been here with me along the way. So I really, really appreciate that. I appreciate you. And um, if anything, you guys are what I'm most grateful for this year. Um, continuing to give me this opportunity to express myself and who I am and what it is that I do here um, and really be able to work things out in real time. I know I've been able to help people too. So I'm like, that's amazing. And I'm still blown away by all of that. So thank you for being a part of this. Thank you to all of those who have called in. This has been really incredible. Um, and uh, thank you to Molly. Like she's been like my rock the past year and she has just really been here for me in ways that I never thought I would that were possible. You know, she really made this show possible. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I would, I would credit my life to her at this point. So, um, and, you know, being able to be open about like my son and I'm grateful that he exists and he's doing well and like his mom is good to him and stuff. And, uh, all of that is going well. So everything's pretty good. And, you know, my parents are good, like in terms of my personal stuff, like everything's all right. I'm still dealing with like, obviously mental things and that stuff's really frustrating day in and day out. But, um, for the most part, like, you know, this year has shown signs of life. Things are getting a little bit better. I'm actually even grateful for a lot of the setbacks too. Um, I've had situations where like clients have screwed me over or um, promised to pay me a lot of money and then just like disappear and stuff like that. Right. And, um, you know, I'm grateful for those challenges because they allow me to continue to figure out where my boundaries are and help me to realize who is worth connecting to. Right. Um, a lot of the connections I made this year were thankful to the uh, Getting Clients Without Being Salesy group on Facebook, also known as the Gorilla Group. And there's uh, Think Creative Collective uh, are also this amazing group of people that have really opened their arms to me and allowed me to be on the Boss Project Summit, which was a first for me for like the keynote, uh, first keynote that I was ever, ever able to do. And then people reached out to me being thankful for that also. So that's really cool. Anyway, before I make this show, this episode, a little bit too much about me. <laughs> I mean, you know, the point is I want you guys to reflect. I think it would be really nice to reflect on what's been good this year, even if there were bad things. And like, if there were good things that came from it in terms of like your mental shift or, um, 
having to set proper boundaries with business, you know, learning that, okay, now I need contracts every single time, um, stuff like that. Right. So it's a, it's a challenge to have to face people screwing you over or, or having to remove toxic people from your life or even having to deal with family around the holidays, which is really what this episode is about, uh, six minutes into it. (laughs) Um, uh, and you know, I, I wanted to talk about that because the holidays are something that, we deal with as a major challenge for a lot of us who are dealing with mental health issues. There's obviously seasonal depression, which is uh, also known as sad appropriately. Oh, um, <laughs> I really don't like that. Um, the, but the seasonal disorder, seasonal depression um, makes total sense. You know, you get less sunlight and a lot of people love to be outside and they get fueled by that. Um, I don't get that kind of seasonal depression. I actually get seasonal depression in the summer, uh, which is interesting <laughs> on its own. But um a lot of people get winter seasonal depression, uh, limited mobility, all of that stuff. And, and I totally understand why that absolutely makes sense. So it's extra important to make sure you're taking care of yourself. You know, if you're, if vitamin D is an issue to make sure that you're, you're drinking, you know, milk or orange juice or wherever it is that you can get that stuff or taking supplements, um, making sure that your body is taken care of and drinking enough water. And, you know, it's extra important during these winter months to make sure that you're well taken care of and well fed, um, you know, not just during these big holidays, right? It's not about fattening you up. <laughs> it's about making sure you're eating enough fruits and vegetables and uh, getting the proper fuel, right? Because, uh, you know, a lot of the challenges that come with that too is the fact that we're going to be dealing with family dynamics. And, uh, you know, it's really funny to me that like everyone, a lot of people dread <laughs> family get-togethers, but a lot of people are also um, very big proponents of family. Like, I love my parents. I love my family. But when I have to spend time with them for more than an hour, it sucks. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I mean, I could relate to that in a lot of ways. I, I, I love my family. But if we spend too much time together, there's bound to be some sort of uh, friction at some point. And, and I think the important part is to make sure that you're doing everything you can to try to enjoy the time with your family, right? Like if someone starts talking about like religion or politics or asking you too much about like, why are you still single or why aren't you married yet? Or where are my grandkids? <laughs> um, you know, you can always like flip the script and just say like, Hey, look at these puppies <laughs> or something like that. And, uh, you know, you don't have to answer anyone's questions. You don't have to, you know, I feel like a lot of people are scared of family get togethers because family feels like they feel like they have the free reign to probe your mind and ask you a lot of personal questions, right? And you still have the ability as a human being to set boundaries around family. Like you don't have to answer those questions. You don't, you're like, you don't have to engage in any sort of way, right? Even if you're like, you don't even have to go see your family, honestly. Like we just get kind of caught into these routines and traditions that if being around your family is toxic and not helping your mental health, then don't go. I'm giving you permission to not go if you don't want to go. And I don't mean don't want to in terms of like, oh, I don't want to deal with it. My dad's annoying sometimes. He tells some funny jokes and I don't think it's that funny. Like, but I mean, like if they are toxic and they are making you feel depressed and they're making you feel terrible about yourself and they are doing things that are going to leave you worse off, then don't go. Set up a Friendsgiving, do it by yourself in your apartment, get a hungry man dinner, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, say a prayer if that's a thing that you do. And, um, you know, and I mean, there's always a way to celebrate in different sorts of ways. Like tradition is, I'm, I'm not a big fan of tradition personally. I like the, I, I like the notion of being able to set up new traditions. So Molly and I are doing like a crock pot meal, but we're making chicken, not turkey. And, uh, because our oven's no way is going to fit turkey and turkey's really not that good anyway. Um, so <laughs> I just, you know, I'd prefer we just come up with our own thing and, you know, we're going to have our friend Nala come over and, um, 
And then we're doing a Friendsgiving on Saturday, right? And it's really about good times with family, good times with people, right? Showing and expressing gratitude. And if you're going to be putting yourself into a situation that doesn't feel good, then don't go, right? Um, hopefully you're listening to this in the morning so that like, <laughs> you, you know, if you've already committed to something, then you could back out. Like it's, again, it's totally okay to back out too. Like, oh, I'm not going to be able to make it. Um, don't make up a story. Just say like, I'm not feeling it today. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm just, I have another commitment or I don't know, whatever it is, you can come up with a reason to not do it if you don't want to do it. Um, some of the ways that you can certainly make that easier is like, you know, definitely bring something. I think people appreciate a gift or they appreciate some sort of thoughtfulness. So if you show up with like a pie or something, or even just like some flowers, it can be really nice to like start off on that good foot. Because like, if you walk in the door and you don't have anything, um, you know, there, it could set off something in someone's brain and they could start uh, feeling like they have free reign to attack you. <laughs> um and not to set anxiety in your brain, like it's probably going to be fine either way. But um, point being that like, if you can increase the chances of things being positive and good, you know, then, then it's fine. Um, again, you don't have to answer any uncomfortable questions. If somebody asks you about why you're single, you know, work on some pre-canned responses, even if you want to, if you want to, right. Um, just to prepare yourself, you know, if you're, if you're single and have been single for a long time and having a trouble, trouble with dating, it's like, I'm just not really looking right now or, you know, I'm waiting for the right person and um, it's just taking a while. That's okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. And you can certainly reassure people because a lot of people come up with like a sense of like, oh, or like, oh, the right person will come and you get a lot of the cliche advice or the cliche thoughts, right? And you're probably sick of that at this point. And if anything, like there's always a way to spin it into a positive, right? You're not, you're not a puppy for someone to make, to, to, to be sorrow for, sorrowful, sorrowful for, um, you know, so, and, and if something's not okay and you want to talk to someone about something like pull them aside and talk to them about it, you know, I, I know a lot of this is like easier said than done, but, uh, setting boundaries takes a lot of time and effort and energy. And if you feel like there's a point where you feel like you need to say something, but you're not saying something, then you need to find a way to address it. You know, I talked about it in the concept of the apology letter that if there's conflict between two people, the conflict does not get resolved if one person takes that power and goes somewhere else. The victim typically will take that power and go to another conflict, right? And try to resolve it somewhere else. But that original conflict can't get resolved on its own in a vacuum. It has to be with that person. So if you have issues with your parents and you need to talk to them and they're uncomfortable and they don't want to talk about it, then just make sure that they don't equally bring it up. You know, if they bring up something snarky or say something in passing or being passive aggressive, then they don't have the right to do that. They don't have the right to bring up something or control the way that you approach, you know, the, the family gathering. Um, they don't get to control your behavior, but they get to do whatever they want. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's a fair power exchange. So just because you're their child or you're their, their sibling or something, or even if you're the parent and you know, the child is being your, your kid, your adult kid or something is being particularly, uh, snarky or mean or disrespectful. You have a right to, uh, enforce that and say like, Hey, this is a family gathering. We're trying to be nice here. We're trying, everybody's trying to have a good time. Um, you know, um, unless it's something that needs to be seriously addressed, then sit and listen to them, you know, be patient with each other. Um, but for the most part, if someone's trying to talk about things that are 
unwelcomed and uncomfortable, then, you know, be prepared with pictures of puppies, <laughs> be prepared with pictures of puppies. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of like one of the best ways to go about it, honestly, because everyone's just trying to have a good time. Like Thanksgiving is not necessarily the place, I guess, I don't know, anytime is a place, but it might not necessarily be the place to like hash out personal things. Um, but if it is, then by all means do it, you know, like there's, if you can work through conflict with someone and like have a discussion and sit and talk with them and go talk in private, or if this is the only time you'll see someone and you need to bring it up, then like, Hey, you could bring it up softly. Like, Hey, I know we had this thing we've been talking about. And honestly, I want things to get better. Can we talk about this for a second? And if they're resistant, then fine, you know, move on. Um, you know, the, you can't make the brain do something that it's not ready to do. So that's a challenge, right? So that's the hard part about addressing this on this episode is that there are just so many different angles. You know, there's parent child dynamics, there's cousin dynamics, there's uh, uh, child to parent dynamics. There's all sorts of things that go on based on different contexts and, um, you know, uh, social pressures and things like that. And I feel like the best that we can do is make sure that someone is not trying to project something onto us and that we're just tolerating it because they're a family, right? Family does not give anyone a free pass to be disrespectful, to be mean, to be militant, to be anything that is going to be harmful to our mental health and our mental state, especially if you are dealing with mental health issues that, um, you need to be protective of your energy, that you are the only one in charge of your energy. They're not going to consider that, you know, most likely. They are also just humans and they are protecting their own or they're doing what feels right or natural to them, right? So if you need a quiet space, then go take a quiet space. If you need to go for a drive, go for a drive. Just tell someone, hey, I need to go to the store real quick or I need to go somewhere or uh, I'll be back in 20 minutes. You don't have to explain anything. You can just say, I, I got to go and go take a break. Uh, especially if you're an introvert dealing with a lot of family dynamics, like that can be a massive challenge and energy drain. I know sometimes there's like that weird loud uncle that, <laughs> that just says things and yells and is loud and speaks too much or gets drunk and it's just too much. Right. So again, you are not obligated as much as it is culturally and socially forced into our brains that we are obligated to family. That is absolutely not true. Sometimes the most toxic people in our life are the ones closest to us. And we need to take stock in that and make changes. The number one thing that you can do is making sure that you are taking personal responsibility for your energy and your mental health and everything that you need to do in your life to get through that. Right. So, you know, I haven't done Thanksgiving with my family for a little while. I, I'm sure it would be fine now. Like we're, we're pretty civil, much more civil than we ever used to be. And, um, you know, but, but family dynamics are always strange. Uh, there's always something in there. And, uh, <laughs> you know, there's also plenty of people who just kind of let things slide or tolerate things because, you know, oh, it's family. We're just supposed to take it. And um, uh, that's not appropriate, right? I'd rather you start your own tradition, do your own thing, or go to a Friendsgiving or something to that, or even have dinner by yourself. I didn't have a Thanksgiving last year. I, I did it. Um, you know, Molly went to see her family and I wasn't yet attuned to her family. Like they didn't allow me into their house yet. So, and, uh, I was going to travel down to Philly to actually go to my family, but I didn't sleep that night and I didn't want to drive. And there was a lot of snow or something, I think. So I just stayed here and I ate a sandwich. 
and it was fine. Um, I think obviously it might be more upsetting if you were someone who is very in tune with tradition and you really love that stuff and you want family to be, you know, harmonious and you want everything to go perfectly and you want it to go well. Um, and that might be, that might be another angle to consider is the fact that like, it's never going to be perfect. Like there's just no perfect picture of family happiness. Like sure there can be in moments, but like everyone's got neuroses, everyone's got stuff going on and it's important to be patient and to be malleable with your own sense of idealism when it comes to the way family is or should be. Right. Um, that, that can be really tricky. You know, uh, you're the mom or dad and you want something to go perfectly fine with your family or the, the patriarch or matriarch of your family. And you want something to go specifically a certain way, but understanding that that idealism is another way to control people. Right. And you tend to project that onto others. And, you know, we, we're certainly capable of doing that in unhealthy ways. And I don't think that's going to be good for your family. I think your family is going to end up resenting you for that. Right. So do the best that you can. If you're the one hosting, you know, do the best that you can to make it an enjoyable experience for everyone. That doesn't mean avoiding conflict, but it means if being aware of everyone's energy, if someone needs some space to give them a place to create some space, if you have a spare bedroom that, you know, you can even offer to people at the beginning of the night and say like, Hey, if anyone needs, you know, to rest or to take a break, you know, go ahead and you can go in there and go do your thing. Right. So, uh, I think that's important to be a good guest and to be a good host if, um, you know, you understand that maybe someone in your family has mental health issues or that you as the host has mental health issues and you you need that private space. And to be able to offer that for others is, is going to be helpful good to, as well. And also being aware that, like, your family doesn't owe you anything. So, you know, you're you're doing this because you want to, right? Not to get something in return. So, uh, hopefully. <laughs> so. Um, you know, uh, that, that I'd say that's the healthy way to approach it. Right. So, you know, the family dynamics are tricky because there's a lot of control shifting going on. There's a lot of power shifting going on between people and it can be very stressful, but you are singularly in charge of your own energy. However, that goes and however you can do to protect whatever you can do to protect that. Um, and, uh, you know, just do your best to have a good time. And be grateful for the things that have turned out good this year. Even if some things turned out bad, there's always some sort of silver lining. And um, and, and I'm hoping for the best for everyone in the coming year. You know, uh, enjoy your dinner, enjoy your time with your family the best that you can, or your friends, or your partner. Um, you know, Molly and I are really doing this on our own, and I think it's a I think it's a good example of like us really starting to build a life on our own. And uh, really being on our own because it's been a challenge to navigate people in both of our lives. And um, we really, we've got each other. And our friend Nala's coming over too because, you know, we got her. She's great too. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, we can start to add friends to that group and have her kids over and um, make it more of a, a thing. You know, my, my parents my parents were always very welcoming to like my friends and, and, you know, as much as there were like, there was a lot of issues in my past growing up, you know, they've always been welcoming to, to people that are good to us and good to the family. And, uh, I, I want to have those doors open to people that are good for us in our lives. And I, I want to do that same thing in a way. So I think that's, um, 
I think that's something to to strive towards. So even if you have the opportunity to create your own new tradition and start to build a Thanksgiving around like new family and friends that you have, then, you know, then do that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. So, um, yeah. So, so to take a few moments today, especially if you, you're quieter type, um, to in those quiet moments to not live in anxiety, but to live in this place of like thinking about gratitude for the year, take that quiet time to not, to not be bottled up and preparing for the chaos, but to be, you know, telling yourself, as many grateful things as you can about the good things, even the little things, even if there was like, I had the best sandwich of my life this year, <laughs> you know, those, those little things are, are helpful that that will get you through the day and uh, enjoy your time with family. And um, hopefully if you unfortunately have to work on black Friday, like I wish you good luck. I'm, I try to avoid them all at all costs because it's just not not very exciting. I, I don't like Black Friday. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to talk about that on a separate podcast because I get real cynical around the holidays. <laughs> I really just like the intense like family dynamics and traditions and like, but mixed with like this sense of, of like cognitive dissonant cheer and, uh, and, and mixed with like the intense commercialism and all that stuff. Like, oh my God, it's just like, this whirlwind of like psychological neuroses that makes me mad, <laughs> like crazy mad, not like mad, mad. Um, it's just, it's really weird to see. But uh, I think if I start to build my own traditions around things and making sure that I'm prepared and not getting myself personally involved in any of the chaos, I'll be okay. <laughs> so uh, that's the way I'm approaching it. So uh, this is going a little long, so I'm going to wrap this up. I appreciate you guys. Again, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate you. Um, if you've especially signed up for any of my courses, I am incredibly thankful for that. Um, if you want to check out my brand blaster course, which is going to be $29 for a pre-order until January 1st, I'm going to be uploading the videos as I'm done with them. So I'm done shooting most of them. So you'll start getting stuff there. If you go to bit.ly slash brand blaster, it is about helping people build their brand blaster team, which is a, a, a way to another way to say that <clears throat> I'm helping people develop their personality and to develop that into a brand and take that brand and start to market to their ideal client and then take that ideal client and sell to them. So, you know, I've got the leader, the tank, the specialist and the healer. I kind of reference an RPG team as a way to go through that process. So bit.ly slash brand blaster. That is the current thing that I'm promoting right now. And I'm going to stick to that one thing I'm promoting. So we're going to make it good marketing. <laughs> so if you're interested in any of that, please go to bit.ly slash brand blaster, or you can hit me up with a voice message and I'm happy to direct you. Um, I'm also doing one-on-one -on -one consulting through that course. So if you go through the course, I will be giving anyone who completes the course a free one-on-one -on -one hour long consultation, uh, to kind of work through their specific context and help them to eliminate some things and learn more about the personality and, uh, start to develop a brand presence and then how to market to the right people and then how to have that sales conversation without feeling like icky or sleazy. Right. So, that's it. That's everything. Um, I appreciate you guys. 
Thank you. Take care of yourselves. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your Turkey Day. Go watch Spider-Man 1, the uh, Sam Raimi movie, because they they celebrate Thanksgiving in that movie. So that's that's considered a Thanksgiving movie, I guess. I'll probably watch that tomorrow. Uh, I'm re- Tomorrow, because I'm recording it the day before. But happy Thanksgiving. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Rating, review, all that good stuff. And I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. Bye. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later.